What's up? We're uh, back with the podcast. Um, and we have the, you know what, dude? I think I might alternate in between Tracy's theme song. I'm going to try to mix the two somehow. So I still like Tracy's. I like the effort that was put into it. But uh, Joe DeRosa seemed to win with the fans. Um, but we're back. I'm here with uh, <clears throat> somebody who's been on the podcast before. <clears throat> Actually, my next door neighbor, uh, thespian, MMA fucking fucking aficionado. Mm, nice. Uh, pussy hound. Uh, Here no. we go. Uh, one of the only uh, good-looking redheads I know. I'm not a redhead. I'm a blonde guy. You're a fucking ginger, oh, and you fuck. know it. Damn Bill it. Dawes, everybody. <laughs> like people are going to applaud. Um, in case you applaud in your car driving in traffic or at your house at 3 in the morning while you're listening, in case you applaud when I announce the guest, <laughs> there might be those people who actually, ah, oh, Bill Dawes. Um... And, you know, you've also banged chicks in my apartment before I bought it, so, which is... My claim to fame. Very uncomfortable. Uh, he's on Broadway on, in Lombardi, Lombardi, if you want to go check him out. He does 15 shows a week. Uh, Not like you, man. How yeah. many shows How many shows you got? I probably do about four or five a week. Four or five shows oh, a week? Oh, you mean Lombardi. Yeah, Lombardi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. Yeah. Eight. eight. Eight shows a week. That's, that's anybody who wants a fucking theater gig... It's a comic's worst dream, doing oh, no. actually booking a play on Broadway. It's so fucking prestigious, and oh my god, you're on Broadway. Yeah, that lasts for around a week and a half, and you realize that the next fucking six months, yeah, you have to do the same shit, yeah, eight times a week. Tell me about it. Chris Rock was talking about it on, on Letterman. He was talking about it like, oh my god, I can't believe I do this show eight shows a week. Ugh. I saw him Monday. As a yeah. fact, name dropper. Listen, name dropper alert. Yes. I have no sound effects. <laughs> um, so anyway, we've got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, you know, I tried, I did a podcast with DeRosa, but, you know, I brought up MMA or any sports in general, and this fucking Fruit Loop doesn't know anything. <laughs> he really doesn't. And he, he knows everything about film, any movie or TV show. Yeah. That's how he gives you advice as a friend. It's based on a movie he saw. Yeah. Dude, it's like when Quentin Tarantino, that's like in, in Pulp Fiction, in terms of endearment, shut the fuck up, you non-human. He, he's like experienced nothing in life. It's all through fucking television. Oh, he's such a hunk of garbage. But uh, I had him on and he couldn't talk MMA whatsoever. Yep. So we're going we're gonna to brush up on some MMA fucking thoughts. Um, and then, you know, uh, another thing we're going to actually talk about is... Uh, uh, something we couldn't talk about last time you were on. Yes, that's right. I've, uh, been, I've been given permission. You've been given permission from your from my girlfriend, from ex ex girlfriend. Now we're uh, we're working working our way back into the, the right. GFBF situation. Now, for some of you know, you know, uh, we talked about cheating. Me and Derosa, uh, cheating stories and stuff like that. Uh, we're writing a book on cheating. Uh, which is coming out next year. Uh, it's, it's it's you know how to cheat and get away with it basically. And you know, you're one of the stories. You know, how not to get away with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Well, <laughs> you have a cheat story that's pretty fucking amazing. 
where oh. you you just fucking failed, <laughs> and it it it's it's it it comes into the. Uh, if it was ten years ago, you would have got away with it. Yeah, ten years ago, before Facebook and MySpace and, and Twitter, Twitter and all these social fucking networkings, you would get the fuck away with it. You would have been scot free. You yeah. did everything right, but. Because you're a fucking handball like the rest of us, and you you got to be out there on Twitter. And I you need gotta, validation. You, need, you uh, you got fucking bagged. Yeah. And you now this is you got to set this up a little bit. I went over to his house a few months ago. I think it was the Anderson Silva fight when he did that front kick. Yeah. Not to segue back and what a beautiful segue by the way <laughs> into MMA. I'm mixing the two because that's what I do on my podcast. I'm fucking great like that. Um, we're at your house and you were like. You know, oh, my girl's here, and it was like really late at night, and you're like, oh, don't worry, she's really cool, and I was like, am I being too loud, and I'm not, no, no, she's great, and you know, she comes out, oh my God, what a stunning woman, beautiful woman, but you always get scared when a friend of yours, especially, I know a lot of, you're a good looking stud, you know, guys like you have these hot chicks that are just cunts, (laughs) just fucking cunts, they shake your hand and look away, like, oh, you're not worthy, you know, but... You know, when your girl came out, stunning, beautiful, and I'm like, oh, boy. You know, and everybody always says, my girl's really cool. Really? She's cool to you. Yeah, yeah. She's, you know, they're usually not cool to fucking, you know, random fucking people, especially me, because I'm <laughs> such a fucking alpha douchebag comic that I always, you know, I, I come up, you know, those type of women hate me. She came out fucking sweet as pie. So nice, really cool, just one of the guys, didn't yeah. mind that we were fucking watching UFC and being loud and actually hung out and... You're absolutely right. She was a really cool, beautiful girl, and uh, you you know you actually couldn't stop praising her and how great it was. And yeah, I was actually like, wow, man, that's cool. I mean, you know, Bill is uh, you know he's on Broadway in New York City, you know, lives in Hell's Kitchen. I mean, this is a pretty hard place. I mean, I'm married, I'm finished, I'm bald, I'm fat. You know, <laughs> I have fucking long toenails, and nobody's fucking me. <laughs> but you're a good-looking guy. You got all the shit going. It'd be hard for me if I was in your position with abs. To to be able to fucking stay steady, I was actually wow, it's pretty cool you know, that you found a girl and you're, you know, I'm always happy for somebody when they a scumbag yeah. like you, yeah, <laughs> like like me when we find that happiness and we settle down a little bit. Cut to a week later. Fucking Christ, yeah. A week later, yeah. So we have to go back in time. We have to go back in time. Okay, so uh, I met this girl. When I met her, she was married. Yep, and. Uh, she was in an unhappy marriage, and she was. And we talk about. We were in acting class, which is if you're if you are a scumbag and you're looking to get laid, an acting class is the, the shoe in. Yeah, that or an open mic, <laughs> no, or or an AA meeting. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're on the same level, you fucking creep. <laughs> so um, so anyway, I was when I was doing promotion for. Uh, anyway, we decided to start dating, and then I moved to, right. to New York from LA when we started dating. Right. Rick, well, let's try to make it work. So I, meanwhile, she's going through a divorce. She's moving. She's getting all of her shit out of her apartment to move into her own place. She hasn't quite filed yet. So when I got to New York... Hang on one second. FYI, for you who are listening, this is the justification Yeah, setup. exactly. Let me defend myself yeah, this for 20 is the, minutes. This is the foundation of justification <laughs> he's laying down before oh, he tells you what he's about to tell you. Okay. Go ahead. So, so married, work it out. Let's see if it works. Okay, okay, go ahead. And, not where you were at the okay. night I met her, though, by the way. But go ahead. No. Well, she, she, by the, when you met her, she'd already filed for divorce. So, okay. Uh, but so you, when, you moved to New York. Moved to New York. So when I started doing promotion for, uh, for Lombardi, I did a, um, 
I did a, a TV show, which was a really crappy TV show. I'm not yeah. going to mention it. Uh, and one of the hostesses of the TV show is this woman. She's kind of like a New York sort of socialite, very wealthy woman. Yeah. Older woman. But, yeah. you know, I thought she was kind of attractive. And uh, we Wealthy. Wealthy. very Like billionaire wealthy. Right. And not, a, not a thousandaire. Not a thousand. Not a not millionaire. A, not a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, really. We're talking wealthy. We're talking like Arthur. Okay. <laughs> and so um, she... Uh, and she contacted me on Facebook after the interview, just some sort of flirty little comment. Right. So we did the, like the Facebook bullshit where you flirt, like winky smiley face, dot, yeah. dot, dots, all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. And then, um, uh, and then she gave me flowers opening night of my play. And I was like, oh my God, maybe this girl actually likes me. And of course, because I'm fucking white trash and need validation from rich people and attractive right. people, I was right. all my asshole puckered. And then, um, but you were going out with your girl at this time. Yes, I was going. She, she was in LA. She was in LA. Right. So, um, filing for divorce. Filing for divorce. To be with you. Filing for divorce. Period. Right. Okay. <laughs> just filing checking, for divorce. Just checking. Just checking. Okay. So, uh, so we flirted a little bit, and it was kind of like that. And then one time, I was home, and I got a text from said hostess billionaire saying a text saying, "You want to fuck." It was like midnight or one o'clock. In the, in so you the got a text yeah. from this person, you want to fuck. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly, I was, uh, I was, you know, I was bona fide. Right, of it course. It's just like, chemically. I look, just that, went, well, to any man, okay, there's certain, give it any, look, I, I don't, I, and this is to a woman too. Yeah. If my wife was in a room with Brad Pitt and he said... If he leaned into her ear and said, I'd love to fucking kiss you right now, she, I, I think that she would fucking have a hard time saying no. Yeah. I think she would have... And kissing to a woman is fucking to a man. <laughs> so let's just get that out. I think it's actually more intimate, way worse. I'd rather catch my wife blowing Brad Pitt <laughs> than kissing him. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. some sensual shit. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. meaningful. That's connection. And yeah. Eye contact. Yeah. She, I mean, she could be, if I catch her blowing him, that could be just to get me a part in his next movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> if she's kissing him, that's some, that's, she likes some shit. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wants to fuck you. I mean, that's yeah. kryptonite. And she's no Brad Pitt. Yeah, Needless she's not, but she's all right. She's all right. Yeah. Uh, so, and she has this place down, I don't know, like Tribeca or Financial, like some penthouse apartment. So yeah, I right. take my little, she's a billionaire. I roll her, I roll her blade down. <laughs> You do not. You roll up. You are fucking white garbage. You really are. You roll. You couldn't even fucking sport for a cab. Roll up in a cab. You had a rollerblade down there. So that means you had to have your rollerblades with you when you went in. You fucking piece of garbage. Go ahead. You have a backpack too, right? Probably, yeah. Oh, God. Because you had to have sneakers. You had sneakers. Oh, fuck. So we get there and uh, we get I get there and, um, and you know, she's got this huge immaculate like it's almost like a lab this place it's yeah. clinical there's no life in there it's just furniture and nothing's been lived in and right. she has like a nightgown and we're just kind of she has like a glass of wine hey you want some wine and, right uh, you really want some Gatorade because you're fucking dehydrated <laughs> from, from the rollerblading from, from, from Hell's Kitchen to try back my electrolytes <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so and then one point she goes hey, you just want to go in the bedroom so we go in the bedroom and we you know Consummate, whatever. And then I, then I leave. I you, leave like an hour later. You bang. We bang. You bang. Good? Was it a good one? Were you proud of yourself? I mean, I didn't bring my A game. But, Gotta reserve that. But it was good, though. It was all right, yeah. It was, you laid it was, into it? 
you know, it was fine. You down on it? You take a couple swipes? <laughs> I did. I did my best. You took a couple swipes. You <laughs> I take gave a, it a college try. You give it a little licky. <laughs> no licky. No licky. No licky. Just so you did the do. Yeah. Right, and then you you get on your rollerblades, and I feel like shit. Yeah, because you got to go uphill. Because <laughs> Hell's Kitchen is uphill from Tribeca. That's, That's why true. you feel like shit. I feel like garbage. So yeah. I. Uh, and I was like, I'm never going to do it again. And then I see... And then you said I, that to yourself. Yeah, I did. I really did. And then I see my girlfriend again. And, you know, like I said, my girlfriend's... Re- we, we'd been talking about having an open relationship. We'd been talking about... And I knew she dated a lot of NHL players. She's from Canada. And she was like, listen, I get guys. Guys are guys. Sex is sex. Fucking is fucking. I don't right. really care. Just, right. you know. But but she did care. And uh, and I felt like garbage. And she's she came to opening. And she came... I went, saw her on Halloween. We had a great time. I was like, I'm never going to do it again. I came back. Once I came back home alone in New York, I, I just, I like didn't have whatever, the self-esteem or the self-worth to feel like I could be alone in She New wasn't York. with you. She wasn't with me. If she's not with you, you're a young guy. You're fucking, yeah, you got a lot of shit going on, but you're a younger looking guy. You want to tell, you're a comic too. So we're so fucked up emotionally. Yeah. We need those accolades. You yeah. need that self-esteem boost. You feel like shit. You don't use drugs. You're not a heroin addict. You're not out fucking banging hookers. You're, you get an apartment in New York. You're alone. And it's not like you're going out meeting girls. Yeah. You're not going out pursuing anything. Yeah. You have this fucking thing coming at you. Yeah. So you're alone. You feel like shit about it because you like this girl, but it's not a true sense relationship. You're not living together. You're not with each other every day. You're yeah. not. You have, you're alone. The responsibility is, you know, on yourself, which yeah. is hard. And, yeah. this, and then what happens? Thank you for defending me. I thought I, thought I was going to do that. So, so, uh, so same thing. I come back. She's gone. I'm like, oh, she's so. And then I'm home alone. I'm watching fucking TV like a jerk off, right. jerking off to you porn, feeling yeah. like a loser. Right. And I don't want to date anyone because I don't want to involve myself emotionally in any in any type of way. So I um yeah, you're emotionally involved. With so the girl. again, like I get another text a couple of days later, like you know, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, fuck, and right. same thing. So it happens. This happens about. Please tell me you took a cab the second time. Yeah, and okay. then my electric bike. You so, have an electric bike. Hey, come on now, listen. Oh god, <laughs> an electric bike. Oh my, what floor do you live on? The third. And you have to carry that fucking no, electric. No, I keep it in the basement. Oh. God forbid you or I plug it in. You really are just a Japanese shit dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you take your okay, go ahead, so. So and as I'm do you know, so I do it a few more times. A few. Yeah. Total like four. Alright, so you can't stop. You can't I stop. I guess kinda. And each time I keep going like, well, I shouldn't do it. And I keep going, in my head I'm going, Well, I'm just working through something and this is gonna end. And then it came to one time. I was at her place, and I just kind of couldn't do it. She was just annoying me. Right. She's kind of a cunt, and she was just negative, and there was no emotional... So I just kind of... One time I got there, and I just wasn't even like... I was like a spaghetti noodle. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I kind of said, well, you know, I don't know. if We're we're looking for different things. She said she wanted a relationship. I was like, I can't do that. It's over. Then then it gets... Because I'm a fucking idiot, and I want everyone to fucking like me. I was like, well, maybe we'll be friends. And so I invite her out one night to a, a social event where I yeah. totally ignore her. And I tell her, well, I hope we can be friends and blah, 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 blah. And right. she's mad, and she leaves. And we don't really talk. And I'm like, good, I'm out of it. I, I dodged a bullet, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I keep thinking, 
well, hopefully this will just blow over and I'll just absorb all the guilt. And I start thinking, I gotta go to therapy and I start fucking reading books about sex addiction, all this fucking bullshit. So, and then months go by, nothing. And then right before Valentine's Day, my girl calls me and she goes, what the fuck is up with this woman? Blank. Right. And and it's right as I'm going into my play and I'm like, uh, what what, 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 what do you mean? She goes, you you fucking fuck this woman? Blah, blah, blah. It's literally half. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. We just, we just fool around. It's gonna blow it up, you know. I was, I was went straight in the fucking bullshit lie. Like, right. I, I, you know, yeah. We talked about it. We like talked all night. We kind of fought. And then, of course, the next day, she goes, "Look, I got more details. I know when you went to her place. Oh, how many times you fucked her? Oh my god, where you fucked her? Details. Oh and I don't know why any of this shit. You're like, how did you get this? Yeah, she's not telling me, which is, you know, her her right. So right. it it turns out. Finally, I find out that. Somebody, and to this day I don't know who, right. sent her a link to the transcripts of this woman's radio show. Yeah. And in the radio show, this woman detailed... Everything. Pretty much everything. You know. Uh, and it's, it's not super graphic, but it's enough. We start off on the couch, then we went to right. the bedroom all the show. Right, okay. So, but how did, how did your girl find out? How did it get from... Some random radio show, whatever, that probably nobody listens to, that your girl would never hear, to your girl. I don't know. It's pretty fucking... I mean, there are theories. There's one theory that in her divorce, she had a, her husband, who's a very wealthy man, powerful man. Uh, you know, you really are I'm white trash. Idiot, right? You're the guy that the father pays not to marry her daughter. <laughs> exactly. nice daughter. I'll Jeez, give I you, wish. I'll give you a million dollars just to walk away. <laughs> so... Uh, it could have been like, because they contacted her. No right. one contacted me. I wasn't getting emails or anything. Right. Um, but let me backtrack a little bit. There was a little bit of thing when I, when someone emailed, someone did email me and said, this woman is ripping, ripping you apart on her radio show. Right. So I, I go on Facebook and I contact, I try to contact this woman. She's right. blocked me from Facebook. Right. I try to call her. My number's been blocked. Right. There's no way to contact her. Right. So I had a second Facebook account. And I go, I go, hey, what's what's going on? Why are you why are you mad at me? Why are you talking shit about me? Right. And then, uh, so I made the mistake of on my Twitter account saying, oh, it looks like I got a bunny boiler situation going on. Right. Which, so she heard about this from one of her crazy callers. What maybe. is a bunny boiler? Explain like that. Like fatal attraction. Okay, yeah, okay. You know? And, uh, and she started a Twitter account just to basically attack me. And she started talking about all sorts of shit. And, um, and I went back on her for Twitter a bit until I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. I shouldn't do this. So I deleted all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. Didn't, didn't really deal with it. Um, and again, hope it'll blow over. That was back in January. Right, yeah. So uh, anyway, she finds out about all this stuff. She finds out about the Twitter, about the transcripts. She gets sent links to the Twitter, the Twitter quote-unquote fight. Yes. All the transcripts. She knows... About as much as you could possibly know. And um, and then so I kind of copped to what happened, you know. Right. And uh, The honesty she, approach. The honesty approach. And she uh, – the problem was she just started thinking that our whole relationship was bullshit. It was all a lie. It was based on a lie. So basically through the fucking social medias, through fucking Twitter, through Facebook. Radio, through the, in, TV. The internet. Yeah. Somebody knew your girl, knew you, and mm-hmm. knew this person. Yeah. And put fucking two and two together. Yeah. And fucking ratted you out. Yep. So so basically, 
if you didn't have a Twitter account, or if, if you didn't, if you weren't connected to your girl somehow through Facebook or through the internet, someone might have never known where you were or what you were doing. Yes. Right, but because you were on there fucking yapping, or she was on there yapping, yeah. they fu- they just said, "Oh, that that yeah. must be what's his name." That's and she's she's my friend, and she did. De- oh my god, this motherfucker! Yeah. And she she's not on Facebook, she's not on Twitter, she doesn't do any of that shit. So I don't know how I don't even know how someone could have made the connection, but someone did. I, I, it's we haven't really been public together. She was still going through divorce, so she's right. kind of keeping things on DL. Yeah. So I don't know if one of her friends kind of made it her mission to find out because she, my, you know, my girl is very intuitive and she knew there was something wrong that something happened in November and she knew about. It. She goes, "What the fuck was going on in November? You were different. You were acting weird. You were kind of like disappearing. Right. And like, what the fuck was going her on?" Her spidey senses went off. Her spidey senses went off. Yeah. And you know, the most honest I ever got at that point, I go, "Look, I was going through something in November. It's done now. Yeah. It, it didn't mean anything. Nothing right, really happened. Yeah. Blah blah blah." So, um, so what was you know? Then we just ended up. We were just in the fucking heart of darkness she, trenches. Just, just she fucking dumped you. She dumped. Well, she's we, we. She would try to work it out, right? And then she'd be like, "I can't fucking do it. She this. can't get past it. Can't get past it." And then I would just. I mean, for lack of a better word, I was just beg. I'd be like, "Just give me a chance, you know." I, I, I love you. I want to try to work this out. She's right. like, "Okay, okay." She'd come to New York. We'd hang out. We'd have a. We'd have like. She'd come for four days. Three days would be great, and one day she'd be like, "You." Motherfucking! Right, I cannot yeah. believe you. Fuck! Like something would remind yeah. her. You know, it's called resentment. <laughs> yeah. It's called hatred. Yeah, it's called you know you push that shit down, but you can't. You, it's never gone. You have to get it out. Yeah. You have to get it the fuck out. And she had to get it out because she'd see. Yeah, exactly. But another thing too. Another thing is is uh, she, uh, she she you guys gave away all your shit. Yeah, and I think that. I, Part of it was like it's, she also she could she could see the woman see pictures oh. of the woman and she yeah, was it wasn't a random fucking Jersey broad yeah so she got images of this oh, person oh god and then it tied into her theory which is her theory about me as a white trash person yeah which is that it, it, it's happened to fear of her it's like you you are someone who because of your upbringing whatever it is you need validation yeah. from a rich semi quasi famous woman yeah. who who goes hey. I'm rich, I'm semi-powerful, and I'm attracted to you. And so I'm going like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'll yeah, just hop Let's not forget the most important part, though. You were lonely at fucking 12 at night in your apartment by yourself in the prime of your fucking life. And somebody said, I want to fuck you. Yeah. Another woman just said, I want to fuck. How do you say no? How do you go, I really can't... I don't, oh, fuck. It's hard... That's a hard. You have to have an emotional, strong emotion. You have to live with that person, have a kid, be married, a document under God and the government to be able to say, you know what? I can't do that. That's that's not fucking realistic for me. Yeah. You know that's hard to do. It's- well, if I was really, you know, the truth is, if I was a if I was a real fucking man, a real dude, I would have been like, you know what? I would have said that. I would have said, listen, this is tough. No, you were a real man. That's what real men do. They fuck people. That's what men do. Real men fuck chicks. Real men fuck chicks. You know what? You know what? No, you're trying to be a 
uh, in a relationship man. That's not a real man. A real man fucks women <laughs> and fucking succeeds and provides and fucking gets money and hunts and kills and fucking ravishes motherfuckers. We're vampires. We're fucking glamming motherfuckers. That's what men do. Yeah. Okay? Then there's that fucking guy, the boyfriend guy, who fucking you sacrifice some of your manhood mm-hmm. to fucking accommodate the woman's insecurities yeah. and what she needs. It's sacrifice. Look, being married is a sacrifice. There's things you have to sacrifice. You have to learn to become a different type of guy Yeah, yeah. To, to, to be married. Yeah. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. You do. You, you, you did what the fuck any guy would have fucking done. Because it's not an emotional thing. It's a purely, what the fuck else am I going to do? Well, one of the things she said her last, she goes, look, I get it. Sex is sex. Like I said, she did NHL players. Okay, who yeah. are, like, she, what are her, they? I, you're saying that like they're well, porn stars on the side well, too. What does that come mean? Come on, man. They, they, you know, she, her, her boyfriend that they, played they, for the you know, Ottawa, she said she, the, before she started dating, she walked in on a bathroom once and he, and he was getting blown by some fucking skank. Right. So, so she, she kind of gets it in she a way. She the rock star lifestyle, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, so I, in my head, I'm like, and she said, I don't care about the physical, but the emotional affair is more of an issue than okay, anything else. Yeah, so okay. in some way, bullshit way, I was justifying to myself, well, this is an emotional. Oh, the woman, this, yeah. she was an automaton. She was like a fucking robot. She right. had no emotional life. Right. So I kind of, um, in my head, I justified it. Well, it's kind of within the parameters of the world, but at the same time, more if she asked me, she goes, I know you're fucking someone. And I was like, You were just at the point of relationship where it was going to go to the next, it was just about to fall off the cliff onto the next level. Yeah. Okay. And become monogamous. Yeah. Where she, she, she not only now does she do care about you and what you do and how, look, we've all been there. We've, I mean, one of my first girlfriends that I, you know, I, I was seeing other girls, and then she, when she started seeing another guy, she went on a date. That bugged me. I was of like, course. you know what that means? I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now I'm going to have to sacrifice. I'm going to have to not see anybody too because I don't want her to see anybody. So literally, this is probably just you guys going to the next level. Yeah, and, and that's how I looked at it. It's like I was trying to go from – and this is maybe a crazy bullshit philosophy, but there's low monogamy and high monogamy. Low right. monogamy is where everything is like I'm not going to fuck other women – out of sacrifice. Right. And high monogamy is like, I love this woman so much that this is the only woman that I really want to fuck. Right. Now, I don't know about that because on one level, it's always going to be a state of sacrifice. Right. But I like the idea that, I mean, because I think that women get in a state where when they're fucking a guy, they literally can't imagine fucking another guy. They literally like, the idea kind of grosses them out. And my girl, like I said, my girl is like really hot, but I also do think that she is someone who lives in a state of, when she's with someone, she kind of can't be with another guy. Yeah, because she can get any other guy she wants. So there's no challenge. There's no. It doesn't matter when you look at. If you walk into a room full of fucking prostitutes, right? <laughs> you're not gonna give a fuck about it. You're gonna go and get the one you really like. Yeah. And just stay with that one, because you can have any single fucking one you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have those options. We we can't just walk into a room and fucking get laid. She can she can just walk up to any guy and go, "I want to blow you." Yes, I will let that happen. <laughs> She knows that. There's, no, there's nothing there to it. Yeah, yeah. What's more intriguing to women is actually it's an emotional connection, liking somebody. Yeah. I like, you know, she likes the whole package and she wants a little more than that. She can bang whoever she wants. We Banging to us is, you know, it's almost a validation. Women want you, the hoop you have to jump through to them is actually not fuck them to prove that you like them. Yeah. And women, and to us, you suck my dick, that means you like me. 
Yeah, that yeah. means I can feel comfortable around you because you blew me yeah. and you let me fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a it, we're on we're on totally different opposite sides of the fucking emotional sexual fucking spectrum with yeah. the fucking broads. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But what I want to know what happened. Is it working out now? Well, you know, it's been, um, it's been, it's been a challenge because she she was she's come back to New York a couple times. She's yeah. trying to work it out. When she was first coming back to New York, she she admitted that she was afraid that if she wasn't here, I was just going to go back and start, try to start fucking women. Right. Um, and uh, I got so fucked up. I mean, she basically at one point what happened? She sent me an email. She goes, "Look, I can't do this." Don't contact me. Ooh, boy. And I didn't hear from her for a week. Right. And that week was te- death. was it was the worst week of my life. I mean, I can't. It was oh. like a death. You know what I mean? I went yeah. through everything, all the stages of, of you know grief and denial anger, and anger yeah. and you know whatever acceptance. And oh. I was doing shit like uh, I sent a, a fucking message to this woman that, that I'd been with, and I said, "Listen, I apologize." I tried to like sort of twelve step a little bit and yeah. say, "I apologize for the wrong I did to you." Yeah, because I wanted to clear up that karma. Yeah. Did that work? No, because then the bitch fucking brought up on a radio show. Yeah, are you dumb? Do what I tell you. I know. You know what what radio people need? Content. (laughs) They don't care how they get it. They're going to do hours of radio a day. New. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, you can't fucking bring anything up to anybody on radio. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to fucking, of course, it's fucking gold. Yeah. You you know what you should do? You should just give her ratings next time. (laughs) Just like here. Or just give her a gold bar. (laughs) Yeah, you can't fucking write a fuck. I'm sorry I did this to you. <laughs> she trashed you on air, dude. I know. There's no apology needed. Yeah. You didn't call her. You didn't fucking call her. You didn't owe her shit. I know. You know? I mean, then she fucking brings it up on to to she brings up your personal life to get ratings. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. If anybody gets an apology, it should be you. Yeah. Yeah, she that karma will come back. Yeah. So, and and I wasn't trying to get her back or anything, but you know, my but my girl who is uh, r- kind of you know obsessed with what happened yeah. has been following the, the transcript of the radio show. So she saw my name again. She goes, "I'm finally getting to a place where I'm accepting it," and all of a sudden, your name is fucking mentioned again by this woman. Yeah, you gotta you gotta let it die. So dude. I did let you know, but so it's been like I said, every there's always like a new challenge that kind of comes up yeah. and blah blah blah, and then we go, you know, again we see motherfucker with a hat. Chris Rock play and um, yeah. and it's all about cheating Name and I'm sitting right next to her like oh jeez oh, yeah. can we not can this subject not be everywhere in our fucking lives yeah. and during the show she's kind of like she doesn't want to touch me she's really kinda, yeah I don't yeah. know if it's not yeah. even that Look, conscious well you know what dude it's you can't blame her yeah you you gotta fucking you gotta wait it out. Meanwhile, I just let you know this guy's chain smoking the whole time. He's had four cigarettes. No, <laughs> fucking do it, dude! You nervous cunt. Yeah. I I think that this this is actually a good thing that happened because what it does is it made her realize that you know what I really like you, you dummy. I don't I, all that bullshit I said about you know I don't sex is sex. That doesn't that doesn't 
that doesn't count anymore because we're beyond that. I yeah. do give a shit. And it fucking snapped you out of your horse shit where you're like, fuck, I almost lost something I really like. Yeah. And let me get my shit together. I bet you haven't done shit since. No, no, no. Right? You're right. You, so it actually made you realize. I mean, so this is actually a good thing. Your relationship went to another level. Yeah. But you got to start with a clean slate now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The whole idea of starting with a clean slate is easier said than done because that the residual effects of what happened and all the little vestigial bullshit yeah. still exists. And she's still going to. Yeah, it's going to go away. Oh, it's absolutely going to go away. But it's going to go away when she actually gets to live here and, you know, you guys are spending time together and, you know, and, and she she knows that you're not fucking doing that shit. Yeah, and I think part of it is one of her best friends is married to a guy, an actor, who fucks the world, fucks everybody. So right. she's been listening to her best friend talk about all of his infidelity for years now. Right. And so she kind of, all the girls that have sort of been in my life, either as friends or I've hung out with or blah, blah, blah. She's right. like, did you fuck this girl? And we actually went to a party this weekend. And she, my girl is pretty, she's pretty intuitive. There was one girl there in this party, in this group, who at one point, like five years ago, I almost fucked. And we almost had a thing. And I think this girl may have still liked me. Who knows? But there's 20 people there. And she just goes, you fucked that brunette, didn't you? I'm like, right. what the fuck? No, I did I, uh... Right. And she she kind of like lost it, and we had like a bad a bad night. Yeah, you're gonna have to take the hits for yeah, a little exactly. bit. You take the hits for a little bit, but it will go away. Yeah, and, and you got you got to fucking make sure you call her, make sure you fucking you know you 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 really cater to her ego and her self esteem for the next fucking few months. Yeah, and that shit will go away. And one of the things I think is hard for women to get, I know it's hard for her to get, is look, there's no comparison between my girlfriend and this this. Fucking yeah, yeah. radio show. Yeah. Like I would never, I never had, I never wanted to be with this other woman. Right. And my girlfriend, who, like you said, is really gorgeous. She, I think there's a part of was like, why, why would you do that? Why would you choose this girl over me? What am I not doing? Am I not satisfying you? Am I not, am I not there for you in a way that you want? And it had nothing to do with that. But she doesn't, like, she doesn't get the multiple occasions. She goes, I get like that you fucked up, you got drunk, you hooked right. up with her one night because yeah. you got this text. But the fact that he went over there three more times, four more times, what is that? That's a whole other thing. And she'll yeah. never – she doesn't understand that. And I don't know if I can explain it to her in a way. I don't think anybody would. listening does. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You've, you eat shit once or twice and then, you know, you go back for the third, fourth times on an electric bike. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? I, I get it. You, you got – it became your little booty call. Yeah. And it was your, it was your, it was literally your safe way of cheating without falling into an emotional connection with a broad. Yeah. So you don't have to take some chick out to dinner. Yeah. Shit that you want to do with your girl. Yeah. Or go or, to a movie. Or bring her back to my place. Yeah. Right? Bring her back to your place. It was, it was like, it was a prostitute. That's what I. That's what I told her. I go. It was the equivalent of a prostitute, and she was like, she was like, no. There's a reason. It was this woman and no other woman. It was this woman because she validated your bullshit white trash mentality that was, you need to be validated. It was that. Look it. It was that woman. It could have been a fucking any other woman. If a woman calls you up and says you want to fuck, that that's 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 the equivalent to a prostitute. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. That's the that's the you know look. I want to fuck you. Okay, and then you fucked. Yeah. And that's all you did. It's a, I mean, there's no, there's no fucking dinner. There's no fucking movie. There's no walk to the park. You're not kissing her in a vestibule down in the village. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not giggling, getting tattoos together. You went, you fucked, you left. Yeah. I mean, 
if there's anything, I, I, it's a prostitute. Yeah. It's it, it's it's an it's an emotionless connection with another human. It's purely sexual. That's what it was. It yep. was to fill the hole of fucking loneliness in your belly that you did weren't getting because your girl wasn't there. Yeah. That's 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 it. You know. So now you're back together. Mm-hmm. And things are going all right. Yeah, and I'm I'm finding that it's hard for me just to kind of be uh, when she gets her fears and and she she's really creative. So she comes up with here's my theory: this girl, blah blah blah. The you know she'll she'll create these whole narratives about how I fucked this other random girl right. that I didn't. Yeah. And and it sounds like a really convincing theory. I go, I, it makes a lot of sense. All the dates line up with your theory, but it's not true. Right. Yeah. But but well, she, she goes, had, why would I believe you? Because you lied to me for fucking. Because I months. fucking. You know what? I w- was starting. You have to say, well, I'm being honest with you now. You know everything. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking get involved in this again. I'm not gonna go through this again on my end. Yeah. I'm fuck. You have to. You look. You have to fucking trust me, because I. You know everything. The slate's clean. We're starting from a new level now. I know where you're coming from. You know where I'm coming from. I stole your coffee. Yeah. My fucking... I'm just glad she didn't yap in the middle of it. That's what she usually does. <laughs> but, you know, you started from... A, oh, 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 anyway, I hope... I hope that it... I, I think that it will work out. You're going to have to eat shit for a little bit. Yeah. You're going to have to fucking defend yourself a little bit. But there will be a point where you go, enough is enough. Yeah. We're, we're good. And where is that point, though? That's also a line. You'll know. You'll know where the point is. It's like, look, when I first got sober, um, I remember I went to rehab for a year. I moved back with my folks. I was going to AA meetings fucking seven nights a week. I came home late one night. from I was at a Bickford's with people after a 12-step meeting talking about God and sobriety over coffee and a fucking Big Apple. Right? <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who don't know what a Big Apple is, oh, holy shit, go to Bickford's. It's almost it's a pancake French toast crepe with apples, hot butter, just melted butter and syrup. It's insane. They have a baby apple too, but that's for fucking amateurs. <laughs> I came home, my mother grabbed me. She grabbed me at the door. What have you been doing? You've been drinking. You've been, let me smell your breath. I moved out. I moved out because I realized that she's never going to see me in another light. Mm. I went, you know what? I was at a fucking... I, w- I went to a meeting tonight. I was talking about fucking sobriety for two hours at a fucking Bickford's with fucking a bunch of other losers like me. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. fuck. I was like, fuck you. That's enough. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. I had to move out. I had yeah. at six, 16 and a half. I had to move out of my house and move in with a foster father because mm. uh, I was still a ward of the state. I had, you know, it sucked, but that's what I had to do. Be- there'll be a point where she'll get over it. Well, she'll have to, you know what I mean? But those are the things when she'll be testing you that you do little things yeah. and you say little things and you have to be honest with her too. There's going to be bumps in the road, but you're going to you're going to have to fucking really be honest. Yeah. And then she'll know that you're she'll know when you're honest. She'll know. If you call her up and go, "Look, I'm fucking having a hard time. I'm really lonely and I fucking I'm fucked up right now." You know what I mean? What's up? What are you doing? Talk to me. Then she'll know that you're going to her instead of fucking going outside. Yeah, you know and that's I mean? why I told her. I said I said, "Listen, if it comes up again, I'll if I start feeling that way, the way I felt back in October, November, I'll come to you. Yeah. But you know, she keeps going like, well, the way you talked to me back in October was was the same way. Right. You, know, you talked to me that way. I'm committed. And the truth is, there is a there is a part of me because of my own fear and insecurity that she's a gorgeous woman in L.A., wealthy woman in L.A., yeah. doing her thing. Guys, she lives in this really hot shot building with all these like oh, hot I'd young. Love, you know, I'd love it if she fucked. I'd love it <laughs> if she just fucked some other dude. 
Really? The whole he time. Loved- the whole time she's been fucking just banging some other guy. <laughs> well, you know that's a then that was a that was a fear I had. You know, then I started thinking, well, maybe she is, and that's why she's acting this way because there's, she's entertaining something. Maybe. And, blah, blah, blah. and she would bring up things like, well, there's this kind of famous actor in the building who keeps looking at me and talking to me, and then I get all insecure, and yeah. then I get all like, oh, well, I better. Go yeah. fuck someone, because Jesus Christ, man, I gotta protect yeah. myself. But of course, you can't protect yourself, right? Well, let's, let's move on. It's, it's. I, I, I feel like it's gonna work out. We'll touch base again in a, the, a few a, a month or so, and see where it's at. Maybe we'll double date. Hopefully, yeah. I loved to, my wife met your your girl and thought she was really nice. Yeah. That's why I was a fucking. I'm actually, you know, I was I was like surprised. I thought it was a, a wrap. Me I too. Mean, you sold the iPad she gave you. That's gone. That is gone. Yeah, you sold it to Joe DeRosa, jackass. <laughs> For $100. $100. That fucking unworthy twat <laughs> swooped in while you were weak and fucking lonely. You want this? I don't want to look at it. I'll take it. 100 bucks. Yeah. Walked out. Fuck, I wish I knew. I would have come over and fucking grabbed the TV. What else did she buy you? <laughs> she didn't help me buy the TV. I would have fucking walked over. Dude, this is no good either. You're not going to fucking... <laughs> Anyways, we got the... Um, some MMA, man. Let's, I mean, let's really quickly kind of go through this. We got, um, there's a couple things, man. There's the um, the fight that just took place last week on Strikeforce. Strikeforce was acquired by UFC, yeah. which is, it's fucking great. The, the, it could be bad, it could be good. The bad part is they do what they did to Pride. They wait for it to fucking run out, fucking kind of dissolve it, take all the fighters, bring them to the UFC. No more competition. Yeah. No more fucking strike force. Um, you know, you need competition. You yeah. need that fucking. I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's a comedy club. You need the comedy club down the street to be a little not as you know a little better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? To make business strive on you know uh, thrive on both ends. Yeah. And I, if that if that's what happens, it's gonna suck. Yeah. Because strike force is not as good as UFC. The production value is not as good. The commentators aren't as good. Yeah. It's not, but it's good. It's good to watch. They have great fighters. Um, but the other thing that could happen is they keep Strike Force, and it, it goes for a while, and they actually start fucking fighting between each other. Which you know, would be cool, yeah. Well, you're unifying the belts. Yeah. Well, you got Alistar Overeem fighting fucking uh, Cain Velasquez, you know what I mean? And the heavyweights fighting, and some of the welterweights, and go back and forth. And, and, and I mean, fucking Nick Diaz, man. Nick Diaz last week. No fucking joke. It was, it was fucking unbelievable. Who did he fight again? He fought um, Paul Daly, who was from the UFC. He actually got kicked out of the UFC for punching, uh, what's his name in the fucking head after the fight? Ah, uh, come on, what the fuck is his name? Uh, he just, fought, he just fought GSP. Uh, got beat. They hosted the tough. Tough 2010. Oh, Josh Koscheck? Josh Koscheck, yeah. Oh. Josh, what he, Josh did, he would, you know, Paul Daly's a scrapper. And he, and, you know, Josh was talking shit. We're just going to stand up. Josh just took him down with his wrestling, lied on top, laid and prayed, talked in his ear, was saying shit to him, just holding him down, scoring points for the fucking all three rounds. Yeah. And uh, he just couldn't take it. At the end, he fucking got up and fucking, he was talking shit too. Got up and just fucking punched him in the head. <laughs> At the end of the fight, just ran over and punched him in. When the... he was like talking to Joe Rogan, dude, no, like right when the fight, ding, that's it. Josh gets up off top of him because he's lying on his him. arms. He fucking yeah, he got up, fucking went over and punched him in the fucking head. Uh, it's my phone. 
uh, got kicked out of the UFC, which is stupid. He shouldn't have got kicked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he should have got a fucking suspension. Yeah. Some money. But they kicked him the fuck out. Dana White doesn't, you know, take shit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Kicked him the fuck out. Went over to Strike Force. He's been kicking ass over there. And then he went up against, uh, he went up uh, Paul, Paul, uh, against Nick Diaz. But Nick Diaz, man, what a fight. If you haven't seen it, go to, uh, you can go to, um, uh, it's on actually MMATKO.com, which is a great site to see the fights after. What a fight. Knocked fucking Diaz down in the first round and then fucking Diaz came back and fucking they brawled. Diaz fucking TKO'd him. Oh, really? Yeah. Diaz is no joke, man. Diaz. I mean, he almost fought fucking Ariel Hawane (laughs) because Ariel was, he was just pissed and uh, he was like, you know, it's guys like you who start the fucking rumors and start fights between fighters, you reporters and you, you, you said shit to Daly that I didn't really say and... He was like, you know, in the interview, you can see it on uh, on the uh, on actually another great website. If you're a fucking MMA fan, is MMAfighting.com. Errol Hawani, one of the fucking top interviewers out there, because he doesn't do these. Hang on one second. Hello. Um. So Errol Hawani, um, he's fucking great. He does these videos that are really. Just in really long. They're not these short fucking one minute videos. They're really long and ask some fucking shitload of questions and really intelligent. And fu- he's great. He's yeah. really great. If, if, MMAfighting.com. Yeah, he was like, yeah. People. He was talking to him doing an interview. He goes, when you're people when that in my neighborhood, people get slapped for that shit. And it was just like, what the? He's just a thug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Diaz is a thug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a. One of the best fighters. I'd love to see him in the UFC. I'd love to see him. Was he, he was in UFC for a bit. Was left. Uh, his brother is Nate, who's Nate, another yeah. good fighter, great fighter. Yeah. But Nick is one of my favorites. He's just a thug, man. Didn't he get suspended for 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 weed? Yeah, he got suspended for weed. From Which is ridiculous. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, well, it's a banned substance in the fucking certain states. I don't get why that would be a banned substance for <laughs> fighting. Um, well, it's illegal. Uh. You can't do that. Any you have to. You need a. You need a fucking <laughs> prescription from a doctor. Do you know what I mean? And mm. you can't be a fighter on any on on drugs. Yeah. That's a drug. There's yeah. people give, being beheaded in Mexico right now because of marijuana. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think marijuana should be legal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, I, I understand why they suspended him. It's not like I'm like, dude, he had fucking Kool-Aid. What's wrong with you? I mean, he's smoking pot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he is fucking great. He really leveled him. It was fucking... Unbelievable fight. Yeah. Really, yeah. Show, uh, Showtime puts on some good fights. And Dana White was actually at the event. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was pretty, he was wearing a show t- uh, uh, Strike Force shirt. Oh, wow. So it was kind of weird, man. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, they got a lot of good interviews on it. And um, it was just a great night of fighting. But I'd love to see the mixture of the two organizations. Now, what's the difference between rules with Strike Force? Does Strike Force have like... I think there's... I think they're the same rules now that it's UFC. I think they're going to yeah. be going over this. You know what I thought? I think and, and Nick Diaz actually talked about this as an interview with Ariel Hawani. It's it's hard to fucking fight these guys, these wrestlers and stuff who want to oh, just yeah. hold you down. They should have like in Pride the yellow card. Yeah, yeah. You get a yellow card. You 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 get points and you get money taken out of your purse. Yeah. If you're not fucking moving, mm-hmm. if you're not trying to fucking get position or trying to fu- you know. May fight if you're not fighting. Fuck it, yellow card him. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think they should adopt some of that shit for some of these fights because some of them get boring, man. And some of these fighters, what are you, uh, what is it? Uh, Houston against um, who's that black guy? I, I suck at names. I'm so tired too. Houston Alexander versus yeah. The, what, what, what with the beard? With the beard? What's his name? Fucking the black dude with the Kimbo Slice. Kimbo, I was like Kimbo. Oh, I'd be the worst if, if 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 someone came to me tomorrow. We want you to fucking do UFC show. <laughs> I'd be the worst. I'd be like, what? Why? What's his name? <laughs> fucking the black dude, Kimbo Slice. Ran circles. Just ran circles. That was his game plan. And he's he's supposed to be a fighter. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can fucking yellow card that motherfucker right there. Yeah. Fuck it. Money out of your fu- money right out of your paycheck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Force these people to fight. Um, well, I think Pride did, which is good. Pride used to have, and a lot of MMA people think this, that they should make legal knees to the head to a downed opponent. Because wrestlers, when they, when they turtle up, they're so comfortable in the turtle position yeah. until they get there. If someone gets in trouble, just knee them in the fucking head. Also, too, what the guys are doing is that you can't knee them when their hand is touching the canvas. Yeah, there's a lot of rules. So a lot of guys that. right now are starting to just keep their hand down yeah, to yeah, yeah, avoid yeah. getting fucking knocked out. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. you keep your hand down while you're bent over and the guy's got you. You can't fucking... You should be... If you're on your knees, your hands and knees are on the ground, like literally you, your hands and knees, okay. I don't agree with kicking somebody in the head then. Yeah. Okay? Because you can get on top of them. There's, you know, you can you can get their back. You can do other moves. But if someone's standing up and their fucking hand is touching the ground, yeah, a yeah. one knee, fuck you. You should be able to fucking crank them right in the fucking, right <laughs> yeah. in the forehead. And they also have like el- like elbows. They have to be like sideways. They well, yeah, can't well, be straight on and shit. Well, I mean the elbows, dude. If you, if you ever see a fucking really vicious elbow straight down, I mean that's... Awesome. Re- it's, it's awesome, but... It's it's not gonna get the for, the sport where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Because you're gonna sl- you're just gonna be slicing people's heads. Look, I, I I love UMMA, but I was at a fight. I forget which one it was. I think it was UFC 100 or something. And some I forget one of the preliminary fights. The guy got cut open like ugh, just blood everywhere. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It's kind of like, dude, this is this is getting a little creepy now. There was yeah, yeah, the yeah. fucking mat was covered. Yeah. And he was just gushing. It's like, dude, this is. This is kind of weird. I don't want to watch somebody just bleeding, gushing blood and plasma yeah. from their head. But then with the flip side is then you get wrestlers who come in. They're yeah. Division One champions. And yeah. they just tackle someone and lie in them. Yeah, that's where the, the yellow card would come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. fucking boot. Yellow card them. Get the fuck up. Get them back to their feet. Some of the refs, refs are doing that now. Yeah. Where they get up. Let's go. Yeah. And they get them back to their feet. Um, I mean, it's still evolving. Yeah. But um, I, I just hope that, you know, the, the, that they don't eliminate strike force. Suck up all the talent, stick it in the UFC, and then WEC's gone, yeah. Pride's gone, Strike Force would be gone, it'd just be the UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think competition is actually is is pretty good. But you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, who knows yeah. what the fuck? That's probably what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean that's what that's what WWE did. Mm-hmm. They brought up they bought WCW and fucking just fucking ended it and made it Thursday night fucking SmackDown or yeah. some shit. So. I think they should bring in women fighters too. The women, they're good fights, man. Women fighters are great. I love fucking women fighters are like little guy fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like flyweights. I mean the uh, flyweights. Yeah, uh, the, they just they they fucking wail it out, man. They got the gas, they got the speed, and they fucking go at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they you know yeah women fighters. I like women. The only thing I I talk about it before is I get sexually aroused. <laughs> you should. Well, you can literally see the shape of their pussies in those tight GSP shorts that they wear, and you're just sitting there like, oh, I hope she rips a tit out, you know. 
I mean, Gina Carano is fucking, oh, Jesus oh, Jesus Christ. How hot is well, she? What is she doing now? She's is fighting that, again. Where? She's fighting uh, Strike Force. Oh, okay. Strike Force. So Strike Force still has women. Yeah, she's coming back. Uh, she'll be back, um, I think, the next Strike Force she's actually fighting. The next big fight that's coming up is actually uh, is uh, Jake Shields and, and GSP. Uh, and yeah. GSP, man. Fucking big fight. Who do you think is going to win? Well, of course. I'm a GSP fan. Really? Yeah. You think he... GSP is going to win? Yeah. I be- you know what? Because I think everyone wants to believe in the idea of a superhero. And he's the closest thing to a superhero. It's like you don't want Spider Man gets ass kicked. You you want the fucking superhero. That's why people love dynasties and you know? Come I don't on, know. when the Celtics were killing it when you were a kid, you love that. I don't know, man. Uh I I, I, I do like dynasties, but it's hard to be a fu- I mean, he's already a dynasty. He's he's unbeaten Jesus, him and Silver, it's yeah, pretty it's crazy. crazy. And the only divisions that are I mean, those are the two they haven't changed hands in a long time, I man. Know. So I would like to see. Sh- I mean, I'd like to see Shields come in, but but he's such a boring. Like, did you want him? He's such a boring dude, isn't he? Well, GSP is a few, except for the last one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, was he doesn't pretty, really finish. Was pretty boring too, man. He has a game plan. He sticks to it and takes him down. And you know, uh, against the pit bull, it's all he did is take him down, take him down, take him down. He's well, he's fucking wailing it out. You know, it's yeah, not yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you watch fucking BJ Penn, the BJ Penn's boxing, 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 fucking, then a takedown and fucking submission. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, it's it's a interesting fight, but I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good fight. I just hope, it, and it's for a championship, so it's five rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be great. I just hope that it's not that fucking boring takedown fucking point bullshit. Because Shields is a, is a Jits guy. Yeah, and and he's not really a wrestler, right? So GSP could probably just take him down and line him. Yeah, but I, th- I tell you what, fight's going to be fucking awesome is uh, Jose Aldo. Oh and, yeah, Mark Hominick. That's that's. I mean, that's going to be worth the fucking price of admission right there. Then you got fucking Machida is fighting Randy Couture. Holy shit! That's yeah, that's going to be a fucking fight. This card is stacked. And, and yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great. I mean, just to see. Fucking Randy fight Machida. That's gonna Randy's gonna take him to the cage. Yeah, he's gonna take him and fucking grind it out. Yeah, Machida's gonna try to stay away from him and pull that fucking crazy kung fu shit. Well, karate. It's oh, karate right. and jujitsu. Yeah. So uh, he's gonna try. Yeah, he's but I feel like people get Machida's plan now. Like they figured it out. Like yeah. The code's been broken. So now yeah. he's kind of like not that. Yeah. Which is why he's fighting Randy Couture because Randy Couture really isn't relevant anymore. Randy Couture is definitely. Are you out of your mind? What you think he's ever gonna be a champion again? Is he, he's not going to be old? a champion again, but he his fights are yeah he has always fucking great, man. I mean, so I mean two two belts could change Jose Aldo and and fucking Saint Pierre. I mean that could be pretty big stuff if, yeah, if yeah, any yeah. of those belts either one of those belts uh, changes hands. And also uh, Chael Sonnen is actually back in the oh, mix. Oh yeah 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 he's back in the mix, which is going to be great. I'd love to see the rematch between him and uh, Anderson. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Without steroids. Yeah, I was going to say he was, he was best with the steroids. Yeah, he was fucking... That was a great fight, man. That was a great fight, but it just taints it when he's fucking... I know. You know, he's... Uh, it's like the Brendan Vera fight. I mean, the fucking other guy was on steroids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, you never, you never know what the fuck really, really happened. It's the same um, too because jujitsu. Because I mean, look at BJ Penn, one of the best jits guy in the sports. He his now everyone's all lubed up. They got the Vaseline. They're wearing fucking thongs. Basically, you right. can't do any jujitsu. You can't rubber guard or try. You're I mean, talking so about fucking. They did a twister. The, the, Who did the, the Korean zombie? 
He won by Twister. Did he really? Dude, he did the first time ever done. He won in UFC history. He won by a Twister. Holy shit. Joe Rogan was like, I think he's going for a Twister. <laughs> and Joe's the only guy that would know what, know a, what a Twister is, yeah. Yeah, he's the only guy that knows what a it's fucking... Like Eddie Bravo. He's the only, yeah, the only guy that knows what a Twister is. And he fucking won, dude. He fucking... Wow. Gra- it was unbelievable, dude. Yeah. yeah, the Korean zombie fucking <laughs> tapped the guy out by a Twister, which was great. So you can still do it, dude. It, you can definitely... The jiu-jitsu is still a huge part. Yeah. Especially when you're on your back. Yeah. You know, you have to know how to defend. Yeah. But uh, another good fight that's coming up with Dan Henderson is going to fight Fedor Malianikov. What? I didn't yep. know that. Yep. Fedor? He's fighting Fedor. So Fedor's finally coming <laughs> to the... Wait, that's, that's Strikeforce? Yep. So then Fedor's probably under the UFC umbrella, finally. No, he's not. He's under... Well, he is. Technically, yeah, he is. But Strikeforce yeah. is still a separate entity. Okay. So, and they're still run by the same people. They just, but Fedor lost two in a row, too, right? Fedor lost two in a row, but... He, this is this is light heavyweight. Where well, he should be, he shouldn't be in fucking. Did you see the heavyweights in fucking in in Strike Force? They're Jesus enormous. Christ! Yeah, you know what I mean. He's not. He doesn't go in fucking shredded. Uh-uh. He's not a. He's not a big guy, man. He's. I mean, he's. He, I've met him twice. He's not a fucking monster. Yeah, like a Brock no. or a, a Kane or a fucking uh, Shane Carwin or a, a, a Alistair Overeem. He's not. He's he should be light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be fighting. I mean, in Pride, it was a different story because it was different rules. You could do a lot more shit in, yeah, in yeah, Pride, yeah. but in the octagon and, and the rules that they have, I think it's a little uncomfortable for him to fight these big motherfuckers. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you can't go through the ropes. Yeah, and, yeah. You know? All right, get back up. You know? It's like you're up against the cage. You're fucked. <laughs> um, but I, you know, uh, and Hendo's. Uh, He's a motherfucker. He's a champ, too. He's got a belt around his waist, so we might see uh, Melanikov try to make a run at another belt and yeah, yeah. guarantee he's going to tap him out. Really? Hendo? I love Hendo. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He's a great wrestler. He's got a fucking right hand and a fucking skillet. But there's no... It's, I think Fedor going down in weight is going to be to his advantage, not to, yeah, 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 yeah. Not to anybody. He's just going to come in. They're trying to figure out it's going to be a catch weight. I don't think he's going to come down to two hundred five. I think it's going to be a catch weight. What do you think the biggest card? Would, what do you think the biggest so fight that would be? Said he wouldn't get the belt. If it's a catch weight, he's not going to get the belt. Yeah. What do you think the biggest fight? You think the biggest fight would be Fedor and Randy Couture? No. Would it be GSP and Anderson Silva? I think it would be right now. Yeah. Bones Jones against Anderson oh, Silva. Oh, fucking Jones! Yeah. Yeah. Bones Jones is ridiculous. Against Anderson Silva would be the fight. If if someone said to me, if Dana White. Said Robert Kelly, my pal, my friend, my buddy, what fight do you want to see? It would be Anderson Silva Jones. Who is Jones going to fight now? Jones fighting Rashad Evans. Oh, that's right. Which is going to be a fucking great fight. Yeah, it will be their fight. Because oh, they're training partners. They sparred together and they know each other. Not other's... anymore. Well, not anymore, but they were Greg for years. Jackson, yeah. It's, it's a fucking wrap. It's over. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. And you you train with uh, the Gracies, right? Yeah, I train with yeah. I t- every every Monday down at uh, Henzo Gracie, it's GSP's down there all the time. Frankie Edgar's down there all the time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those guys, a lot of the UFC guys are down there fighting. Yeah. It's pretty fucking amazing. So you're, that's why you're going with GSP because you fucking know him kind of. Yeah, I told you when he won the when he won his last fight against Josh Koscheck, he came to the class and said, "Listen, everyone, I want to tell you, it's all because of you guys that I was able to win the fight." We are all teammates. I was like, 
God, I'm George Xavier's you're not, teammate. You're not his teammate. I know. I was the guy in the corner with the other blue belts, but yeah, still. Yeah, you're not his. You're, you're a fucking... <laughs> you, you, your applause and your, your, your staring fucking like a stalker <laughs> while he fucking wrestles other guys, that's what you do. I have a, I have a bit about... G- I don't know if I told you, but the first time, because because everyone is walking around, they have their geese yeah. or they have their their rash guard and their shorts. But GSP, when he's there, he's walk he walks around with his little tidy whiteies, yeah. just oiled up like a fucking Adonis, just walking around like hello. And uh, <laughs> and I was with my, I was a white belt at the time. I was like with my geese sitting like Indian salad, like some some other white belt. Mm-hmm. And he was walking around. Of course, I don't want to look at the guy, you know, because I just feel so stupid. And mm-hmm. my friend goes, hey, George, how you doing? Good to see you. And he shakes his hand. And I'm right. kind of like picking lint off my belt. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I look around. and see people like staring at me. And I go, why are they? And I look up. And George St. Bear is hovering over me with his hand extended. Oh, really? He goes, hello. And I, and I literally, I'm, I had longer hair at the time. And I went like, I put my, I kind of swiped my hair behind my ear. Yeah. When, like it was the gayest yeah. thing huh. I've ever done in my life. Right. Like I was like, oh hey, and I like I was yeah, why yeah. am I doing this with my hand? Right, yeah. He turned wow. me gay for like a minute. Yeah, well he's George St. Pierre. Yeah. He's the best fucking torso in the business. <laughs> but alright, so I mean there you have it. We got we got your fucking hopefully your relationship actually is back on track. Uh hopefully you can fucking keep your dick in your pants. Oh yeah. And uh, go back to jerking off like a lonely douche. Like an adult. Like the rest of us. Jerking off to fucking TubeAid or Clitty.com. Don't go to Clitty.com. Why not? That's a good one. I'm actually mean to go to Clitty.com. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, we get some exciting fights coming up. Uh, number one is the fucking UFC 29, Aldo versus Hominick and uh, St. Pierre versus Shield and Randy Couture. Versus fucking Machida. That's a crazy card. Crazy card. Yeah, that's going to be great. I think I'm going to get that one. Hopefully I'm around. Where is that going to be? Um, that is going to be... Shit. Uh, this is another crazy... It's in Toronto. Uh, I think they sold 55,000 tickets. Yeah. It's going to be the biggest UFC event ever. Yeah. 55,000 people in the arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it might be up to 60. Yeah, well, it's sold out. It's saying it's sold out on dude. the website. Oh, it's fucking yeah. nuts, dude. It's 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 fucking nuts. You know how many people that is? That means we're going to be able to see events like a giant stadium. Yeah. Where it's going to be fucking, you know, 70,000 people watching a fight like back in the day yeah, when yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali used to fight. That's that's what I can't wait, to fucking see a mega event. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a WrestleMania type of event. Why won't New York license it? It's, it's, it's all politics and unions, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to happen for a minute. Yeah. Uh, it will happen, but not right now. Yeah. So for, for now, you're going to go to Jersey. So yeah. Who gives a shit? Go to fucking Jersey. <laughs> I'll watch it on pay-per-view, which is even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you can have fun. You don't have to fucking worry about some dude in an affliction shirt spilling <laughs> beer on your neck. You know what I mean? Um, but all right, man. Well, that's it. That's uh, podcast number fucking whatever. Uh, Bill Doss, thanks for coming down and, Thank and, you, man. and uh, fucking hanging out and talking some shit with me and being uh, so honest about your fucked up <laughs> relationship. Oh, man. It's just hard, isn't it? Yeah. Remember back in the day where we used to be able to hit him? <laughs> I'm not so I'm not so lucky. I never had that day. I know. I mean, either back in the back in the twenties. Shut up! Did you cheat? Yeah, I did. Go make me fucking a steak. Where's my steak? The steak. Uh, all right, dude. I'll talk to you later, man. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this shit. Uh, another one of my mediocre podcasts. I never claimed to fucking put on anything other than mediocre fucking podcasts. So what the fuck else were you doing while you're in your car driving to work or sitting in your dumb cube 
fucking trying to make someone else's life better. I'll see you later. Jackasses. Yeah, jackass. <laughs>